We're recording. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm Darcy Chambers. I'm Kyle. And we're continuing our mini-series from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Do you have a memorized yet? Stop. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about, I think, one of Kyle's favorites, mission statements and why they matter. Woohoo! You like mission statements. Okay. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. So I'm going to give some examples from the book. He had really great examples for this one. So Stephen Covey um, stays, I guess, at Earth stayed. I just I did a little Googling and found out he passed away in 2012. Um, so he stayed at a hotel chain, and his examples were that he arrived late to check in. He was going to be training people in a convention room there, about 125 people. He said he arrived late. He asked the clerk that was checking him in, uh, is room service still open? Mm -hmm. And the clerk said, no, sir, but I'll happy to be able to get you a sandwich or a salad or anything that we have in the kitchen. Would you like me to go get you something? Mm -hmm. He said, no, that's okay. But he took note of that. He didn't have to do that. And then he said, would you like to see your convention room you're going to be presenting in tomorrow? Is there mm -hmm. anything else we can get you? And right. took note of that. So the next day he was presenting and he realized he didn't have or ran out of colored pens or markers or whatever he needed. And he only had a real short break and he just stepped out in the hallway and saw a bellboy that was running to another convention room. Mm -hmm. And he stopped and said, excuse me, I have a problem. He said the bellboy kind of whipped around, came at attention <laughs> and said, looked at his name tag and said, Mr. Covey, I will solve your problem. <laughs> and he told him what he needed and sure enough, um, mm -hmm. they, he brought him back some market. He didn't say, go check the front desk. Right. I'll call someone for you. Maybe you should add like, right. He, he did it. it. He said, I will solve your problem. I think those words are key. He said, yeah, I will solve I your problem. Um, another time he was looking at some of the artwork in the hotel lobby. Maybe, I don't know. And, um, an employee walked up and he said, Oh, would you like to see a book about the artist that we oh, have, you know, just very preemptive, yeah. see your interest in it. We mm -hmm. have more information on it. Another time, um, there was kind of an elderly lady, I think he said, that was out in the garden of the hotel with her walker and was kind of struggling a little bit, had kind of fallen, but not quite. Mm -hmm. And she had people with her, but there was an employee high up on a ladder cleaning the windows. He saw she was straight. He got down off the ladder, helped her up, mm -hmm. escorted her inside, made sure she was okay, and went right back up the ladder. Fascinating. No, um... So no, that's not my job. No. No, he didn't. I mean, think about... Yeah. Okay, y'all. I've gained some weight. I struggle with stairs. <laughs> think, about, <laughs> think about having to climb down. He's uh -huh. stopping his job, mm -hmm. climbing down the stair ladder, helping yeah. the lady in, and going right back to yep. his work. Um, so finally... Mr. Covey stopped and spoke to a manager and he said, I'm really amazed. I've, all these things have mm -hmm. happened and this is amazing. And the manager offered their mission statement. Would you like to see our mission statement? And he said, sure. And so Stephen Covey read it and he said, well, that's impressive. But a lot of companies have impressive mission statements. Right. 
And he's like, how do you make this work? And the manager said, well, do you want to see the mission statement for our location? Ah. And he said, wait, what? What was that? You know, so the first one was the chain's mission statement. And he said, well, we have one for our location. He said, really? He said, yes, it's for where we are, for our time, for our guests, for what, you know, for who we are. And he's like, wow, that's cool. So he read that. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, but still, this is just amazing. So then the manager said, well, would you like to see the mission statement for the people that checked you in last night? Would you like to see the mission statement for the housekeepers? Would you like to wow. see the mission statement for this group of employees? So, you know, he likened it to this wheel and the hub yeah. is the main mission statements yep. and all these spokes are every mm-hmm. group. And not only is it that the housekeepers had a mission statement and the kitchen staff had a mission statement, but they sat down and wrote it. Yeah. They sat down together and wrote their own mission statement, knowing what the the main chain's mission statement right. was. They sat down and wrote their own and then the whole hotel location used everybody, every group's mission statement to create theirs. Right. So they all were spokes of a wheel mm-hmm. and obviously it worked. And he said, I was really amazed when then I had to travel again and I stayed at a different location, same chain. Mm-hmm. And they had, I think his wife was with them and they had ordered room service and the room service took a little longer. He didn't say anything about it, but he was surprised. And when the um, employee got there with the room service, he said, I'm so sorry, Mr. Covey. I was on my way up here and the hot chocolate spilled. So I had to go back, mm-hmm. fix the cart, and you know, bring it back to you. Okay. No big deal. He didn't say anything about it. The next morning, he got a call from the room service manager Oh, wow. That said, I heard that your room service took a little longer than it was supposed to yesterday. I want to offer you a, you know, brunch or something. But, you know, the employee went and told the manager, hey, this happened. I spilled his drink. And that's, you know, (laughs) again, I talk about our kids a lot, but, you know, you say, hey, why is this like this at home? Or who did this? He did it. You know, they're both pointing at each other. He did it. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the same thing on Uh a job. Everybody's telling why it's not their fault. And he, this employee didn't even have to ask about it. So you think about the culture that's created Mm -hmm. in which an employee can go say, hey, I did this and it caused, it may have caused dissatisfaction in our guests. We need to do something to fix it. Well, just real quick. I mean, I was a little off of where the, uh, the topic is going today, but I advise folks all the time to record every single little nonconformity that they can. Anything that's reasonable that can potentially impact the customer satisfaction or impact your efficiency or effectiveness of your job, record it even if, and especially if, you don't even take any action about it. You just want to record it happened. We accepted it as is. It is an acceptable deviation, but record that you had that deviation. The, it does two things. One, it gives you great data so that later on, if this becomes a big issue, you've already got all the data you need to properly address and solve the problem. But the second biggest thing it does is it gets your people in the mindset of it's okay to report to say problems. something went wrong. If it's the norm that we report and record every problem, you, you develop such a sense of trust and accountability in the organization mm-hmm. that you'd never get otherwise. Yeah. Uh, 
and I appreciate that because it's the customer's happiness and satisfaction is more important than the individual employee. Which is and the way it's supposed to be. It is. <laughs> but at the same time, a company has to create a culture where that's okay, where I'm not in fear of losing my job yep. because I spilled some hot chocolate on the yep. way to the room. Um, so I, I, you know, I really liked that this hotel chain not only had their mission statement, but each hotel, well, I assume each hotel mm -hmm. had each group of people mm -hmm. create their own mission statement. So they all had the buy-in. Mm -hmm. That's something we've talked about a lot on mm -hmm. this podcast. All the employees had the buy-in and they've just created a culture where they know they are there to serve others. And probably, I would guess, I think we've talked about this as well, they've hired people that mm -hmm. fit that mission mm -hmm. statement. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember which episode it was. Uh, probably the what gets measured gets done because, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to measure what you value. Yep. And that's what you want done. Mm -hmm. So when you sit down and interview people, you need to make sure that they're... Oh, yeah. They're right, especially in the service industry. That is your job mm -hmm. is to serve others. Mm -hmm. And people will will fight and sacrifice. They may sacrifice their time and effort. They may sacrifice your time and effort. But people will work hard to achieve whatever goal you've set for them. Mm -hmm. And so, if the goal is profitability and efficiency, well, they'll they'll choose whatever means it takes to achieve that. It's a little scary for that to be your primary goal mm -hmm. you know if that if that's your primary goal then that just doesn't leave much room for creativity in a good way lots of room for creativity in a very bad way well and i like how the book pointed out you know that the manager gave him the mission statement and stephen covey said well that's great mm -hmm. but a lot of companies have great mission statements well, i did a uh, an iso audit recently and in this audit you know they have the quality policy which not quite you know, corporate mission statement, but it really is effectively a mission statement for your quality management system. This is what we're going to live up to and achieve. And they had the absolute cookie cutter um, statement in there. And I, I told them, you know, when, before I come back for the stage two audit, like, you'll, you'll have to rewrite this to include something about what you do. <laughs> and all it was, was uh, trying to remember it exactly, but to um, meet the requirements of our customers, shareholders, and the standard, and provide customer satisfaction and continual improvement. <laughs> like you just copied that straight from the standard. Probably, because yeah. people don't, I think people don't realize how important a mission they statement don't. is. They think it's just something on a piece of paper. Yep. You know, one of uh, the companies that we, we've uh, audited before for internal audits, now I guess this year will be the fourth or fifth year in a row we've done, um, they're uh, from, the leadership there is from Portugal. Mm -hmm. And so they have a little bit of a different uh, take on, on quality management. It's really fascinating. But they have one of the most intricate and in-depth and wonderful quality policies I've ever seen. And of course, when we do an internal audit, the quality policy and the objectives and the manuals, first thing you always look at. And so I was just stunned by it. And year after year, it just shows and shows and shows in the work that these folks do about how much they really care about the quality program, and it did. It started with this very detailed, intricate, and very unique quality policy that's more than meet requirements and achieve customer satisfaction. Well, yeah. and I think that customers will see, I mean, clearly he noticed it, but he's, I mean, I think he Stephen, to look for it. He, he's, yeah. he's looking out for it, but customers will notice when you go somewhere 
that it's a different kind of experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, there was one other quick example that I can share um, with IBM. And the hotel chain, I'm not keeping it from you. He didn't name it yeah. in the book. If he did, I would tell you who it was so we could all go there. <laughs> um, he was also doing a training for IBM and um, he says that IBM stands for three things, the dignity of the individual, excellence, and service. So he went to do a training. One of the members in the training started to become ill. I guess he kind of had some other issues because it says it required special treatment, whatever mm-hmm. the illness was. He was out of state, away from home. Um, so they arranged to take him to an excellent hospital nearby with great doctors and medical specialists in the specific disease that he was having an issue with. But they could tell that his wife was really nervous and just wanted him home with their doctor that had been treating them. So they agreed. They said, okay. But they were worried that it would take too long for him to get to the airport. So they rented a helicopter to fly him from the hospital to the airport. Wow. And then chartered a plane for him from the airport back home. Crazy. So, you know, it just goes to like the dignity of the mm-hmm. individual. Whatever it takes, yes. we're going to do whatever it takes. So whenever y'all are putting together your quality policies, you're putting together your objectives, really, truly think about this. If someone were to write a book about your organization, right. would they brag about how you lived up to what you put on the paper there? I mean, it's not just another check mark when going for your certification. Yes, mm-hmm. it is a check mark on the certification, but it's there for a really important reason. Mm-hmm. You have to unify your folks around this single principle. And, you know, like for uh, for us with uh, our business, X Quality Assurance, everything hinges around one single idea. is saving folks time and energy for what matters most. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to apply internally with us. That's going to apply with our customers. It's going to apply with anyone else. And from that one statement, we get a whole lot of uh, really interesting ideas that come off of it. Um, for one, our support programs are all unlimited. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't put limitations and, and restrictions on how much support you know you can utilize. These are he's referring to our new monthly subscriptions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are kind of like consultation packages. Yeah. So there's a number of them. If you're interested, give us a yeah. call. But like he said, the great thing about it, it's not like, oh, you get one hour a month of consultation. Right. You get us as much as you need us because we found that in the past, y'all don't abuse that. Um, if it comes to a point of abuse, yeah. we'll, we'll address it. But well, we don't even feel then, like it'll happen. The, the software, the software uh, monthly support plan is an unlimited support plan. Mm-hmm. And I won't lie. Some clients, a couple of months, we lost on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not necessarily the goal. The goal there is that we're doing everything we can to save you time and energy for what matters most. And so with that, if the client has got something going on where they really need a lot of help and support that month, well, dadgum, not only are we going to be there, we're going to make time to get that call scheduled right away. And we're going to make sure that we get you the support right then, right now, just like what you started out with the... uh, the uh, 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 bellhop or whatever, where mm-hmm. he, he just stopped and said, yes, I'll solve this problem for you. It's the same idea. Mm-hmm. But you have to, whatever your personal mission statement is, or for you, I see your personal, it really should be personal, but whatever your, your corporate or company mission statement is, it has to be something that if someone were to write a book about your organization, they would brag for a whole chapter 
about how amazing you lived up to it. And I would like to say, probably you're listening and you're not the owner mm -hmm. or president or whoever is in charge of this. Um, so a couple of things. If you're listening to this, we would like feedback on what your mission statement is and how you feel your company is doing with I it. I love it. And love it. if you, this is kind of a hard challenge because it takes a lot of guts. And if somebody said it to me, I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, man, I think we have a really good mission statement, but we're not really following it. Or I think I need, ours needs to be tweaked a little bit. I would challenge you to find a way to talk mm -hmm. to the powers that be mm -hmm. And say, hey, I've been reading this book. Maybe mm -hmm. go read the book yourself. Don't say, <laughs> I was listening to Kyle and Darcy. <laughs> I was reading this book, and I think this is really important for our company. I've got a great thing to add on there. You talked about the, the one hotel, how each department had developed their own. Mm -hmm. Work within your department. Yeah. What is it that you are going to do as a department? Two or three sentences. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. Two or three sentences. Don't make it big. Um... And then let the company notice the yeah, difference in and your let department. Them notice. And then when that review comes up and they're like, man, what y'all are really doing great this quarter. What, what's going on? Well, hey, we, we put this together and we're all living to it. And we, we talk about it every week and how we can achieve these results to help the company with its initiatives. And it's something that you really have to work together on. I like that idea much better than going to the head of the company and saying, hey, we need to fix this. Because <laughs> um, it shows a lot of initiative. So sit with your department and... Um, a word that Stephen Covey uses is in, in this book, I tend to not like these um, kind of buzzwords. Buzzwords, but is synergize. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, we shouldn't get offended when we other people want to help us with a problem because yep. you can do so much better. On our last episode, we just talked about getting a fresh set mm -hmm. of eyes. So get your team together. Don't get offended by what people mm -mm. say. Let it be an open communication. I mean, we talked about culture. Mm -hmm. And if somebody gets in there and complains about the way you've led the department, listen to what they have yes. to say and um, see what you can do to change it and work on writing a new mission statement together within your mm -hmm. department. But for sure, we'd like to hear from you on what your company's mm -hmm. mission statement is and uh, if you feel like it's being followed or not, and if you decide to sit down and write a new mission statement for your department, for yourself within your company, um, whatever it may be, let us know. We want to hear about it. And if you're having a hard time with it and you want some help, call us. Call us. We'll help. Like, no <laughs> Probably fee? call him. Yeah. He'll be back. <laughs> like, seriously, we don't mind offering advice on these things. Just go, if you want to book that call ahead of time, go to book.texasqa.com mm -hmm. and and schedule it from there. Or you can you can email either one mm -hmm. of us, send us a message on LinkedIn. However is easiest to get a hold of us, we're we're happy to help. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you about it. All right, thanks for listening, y'all.